0: Welcome to my first guided meditation. You might think, why is a guided meditation on the background of a Call of Duty video? Well, there's some people that just watch the video and they never hear any of the words. And then there's you here that actually is listening to the words. So making it in this format gives me the best of all worlds. This is my first try at a guided meditation and... Well, the first try I remember at a guided meditation. The point of this meditation is to expand your world. Most of my life that I remember, I lived in a very small world. A world of me, Jerry Banfield, who has a date of birth and a date of death correspondingly and a story what has Jerry done? What has Jerry seen? Where's Jerry been? Who is Jerry? Jerry is a person that does this. Jerry is a person that thinks he's a Republican or a Democrat, depending on what year it is. Jerry thinks he's smart. Jerry thinks he can do this, this, and this. Jerry thinks he can't do that. The purpose of this guided meditation is to open your universe. And see all that you are, see all that the power you really have. If you have the space to do this, you can do it all in parts or you can do it all at once, whatever works for you. The idea of this meditation is to focus your thoughts in a direction that's productive. To focus your thoughts in a direction that gives you peace and gives you greater knowledge of who you are. Because what is there more worth knowing than who you are? And who you are is so much more than you're likely to imagine it is. And even if you've got a good taste, a guided meditation may help if your world is shrinking, if you're feeling the overwhelming feeling of the world crushing in, or if you're feeling like you're forgetting, perhaps this will help. I am honored to have the chance to make this with you today. We're really creating this together because I'm making it now and you're listening to it now. It's one part of a whole and that's the whole thing with who you are is one part of a whole. You are inseparable from the whole. The whole is not complete without you and you are not complete without the whole. That means when you live in a world that's defined, From your moment of birth and your moment of death. That's a small short world relative to everything that is. However, you get to choose how you define your world. You decide whether your life starts at birth and ends at your body's date of death. Or if it goes beyond that. You are making the world you're in right now. You are literally creating the world you're in. You are creating my voice in your world because in my world I see here there's just this voice and this camera. When you are listening to this, you have created this in your own world. You have literally summoned me into your world and you can do that because we are part of the same whole You can bring me into your world whenever you need me. And I didn't figure this out or learn this any more than I remembered it. I remembered it when I needed to remember it. I remembered this when I was in pain and struggling and miserable. And my dad had passed on to the next life. His form had disappeared from this earth in what you might call death. I called him back to me. I said, you come here and you, I summon him, you help me because I'm hurting and I need your help. You come help me. And he came to help me when I was in miserable pain. I was in miserable pain and I felt the spirit of my dad come back to me. The same as you are listening to me now, the same as everything else in your life exists, you summon, you bring to you what you want to have. You are literally creating your entire world right now. You are one with the creator of this entire world. Now, how's that for feeling? Powerful. It's an incredible feeling. And yet, There's so much depth to it. It's not as simple to just say that you've created everything. You are part of all of the created. You've been given the chance to play in this created world. This is the thinking now that allows me to be here with you today, to share this, to create this. I was summoned to create this. I watched a movie tonight called Ex Machina which reminded me of my pain, which brought me back and reminded me of my true nature, the nature I often forget on a daily basis as I get stuck in the roles of Jerry Banfield. What does Jerry need to do today? Who is Jerry? Jerry's a teacher. Jerry's a video maker. Jerry's a gamer. Jerry's a husband. Jerry's a father. Jerry's a son. Jerry's a brother. Jerry's a friend. Jerry's a family member. Jerry is much more than that, too. Who I am is much more than a name. In fact, I don't have a name. The real deepest me has no name. And that is an incredible thing to just think for a minute. You don't even know your name. How much else don't you know? If... There are things in my life I don't remember. Then maybe there are other lives I don't remember. And when pain comes, pain is the opportunity to remember. Because when everything is immersed in pleasure, when you're in this world full of pleasure, full of the joy of living it, why would you want to remember more than that? When you're experiencing a great day, my wife and I had a wonderful day. We took our daughter, Madeline, to the mall yesterday. And we completely immersed ourselves. This is our family. We're here in the mall together. Isn't this wonderful? Isn't this beautiful? Don't we have a wonderful life together? We immersed ourselves in the reality. And so many of us, I tried to numb the pain of life. I tried to run from the pain of life. Many of the people around me are obsessed with numbing the pain of this existence when the pain of this existence will take you back to your true nature. If you use certain religious language, you could say you are a son of God. That is of your true nature. Every other person or thing, everything else is your equal. There is no one or nothing that is above you or below you. You are an inseparable, critical part of this universe. Not this form, not this particular body, so to speak, but the spirit that's inhabiting, that's driving this body is beyond the everyday happenings of this body and yet it loves to play and be immersed in this world and forget because all of eternity is a big burden to bear. I have already lived forever. I look at my daughter and think how she struggles some days and try and imagine if she were crazy enough to worry about the rest of her human existence. She's almost five months old. She hasn't had her teeth yet. She hasn't crawled. She hasn't walked. How's she going to do that? Shouldn't she get anxious about crawling or walking? Might that be hard? How's she going to accomplish that? It's going to hurt a lot. She's going to fall down a lot. Oh my God, that's going to be a lot. I don't know if I'm up for it, she might think. And to picture her and look at my grandma who just passed away in 2015 who has eight or something. She's got a bunch of grandkids and great-grandkids. She lived a hell of a life. Imagine if my daughter tried to think about and worry a living a life of 60, 70, 80 years or if she would get anxious. Oh, I don't. What if I don't even make it to being a teenager? Imagine the burden she would put on herself. She couldn't handle it. So why is it you and I think we can handle thinking about what the next 10 or 20 years of our lives are going to be? Bigger than that, if you are an eternal being who doesn't do more than experience birth and death, How can you handle the thought that you've already lived forever? You've already done it. You've already lived everyone's life. You've already been everywhere. You've already done everything. You're doing it again because it's fun. When everything is peaceful, when everything is embedded in pleasure, then what is the point in remembering that? It would be painful... If I was at the mall with my wife to try and dwell on that, you live in the moment and enjoy it. And yet, we spend so much of our lives running from pain, and pain is what brings us into our true nature. I experienced this during Ex Machina, and I practically was prodded off of the couch to go make this with you after the movie ended. Ironically, I experienced it in a situation that was painful for me so many times before. The pain of want, of feeling not enough, of feeling the lack of this body, of feeling how it is not whole and not complete, how it does not have everything it needs, how it must always, every minute, have something new. It must have new air brought into it. It must push air back out and it has an infinite amount of things it needs every second, all the time. It is so incomplete in its form, and that hurts. It hurts to be in one of these. Who is it that knows the difference between how it's supposed to feel and how it does feel? Who is it that understands there's somewhere where there's no pain? And who is it that understands that this is different from that? That when this body hurts, that it is hurting and it can be noticed it's hurting because of the difference, because somewhere there's a place where nothing hurts and you are in that somewhere at the same time as you experience hurt. This is a lot harder to see on a normal, peaceful day. And it's very hard to see if you're trying to numb the pain like I did with alcohol or drugs or medication or work or exercise. I mean, not a little healthy, but over the top. Being busy, being busy is one of the most common ways. Running from pain. Stopping and facing the pain is an amazing thing to do and that's what I had to do. I struggled, this body personally struggled with not numbing the pain because I felt a lot of pain in my life and I started to identify that I am that pain. Jerry is a person who's miserable and unhappy deep down. Jerry is a person who is not enough and who's constantly striving and hoping to prove that he is enough someday. And he's working really hard right now to prove he is enough to everyone, to mostly himself. To see how you are not enough and to see how you are enough at the same time is amazing. I hope you have the chance through what I'm sharing to experience that. I'm grateful I had it tonight in a situation where normally most all of the rest of the memories I have, there was purely pain Want desire not enough shame. For me, I was watching Ex Machina. It was an awesome movie. My wife wasn't interested in watching it. She's out of town this weekend with Madeline with their parents, so she could work and go to some things up where her family is in Saint Pete. I'm here so I can do this here for you, for me. I can watch our dogs, and that's what I'm. That's what this worker drone is assigned to do. And I was watching Ex Machina enjoying the movie and there was a scene in it where the machine is working and putting on skin, so to speak. So she's putting on the skin and she's naked. And all of the other times in my life, it was very painful because it made me aware that I'm not complete. I want something. This male form, desires a female form to feel complete, and through that completeness to then produce more, and I went into so much peace, because most of my life I thought when I had feelings of pain I had to fight them, when I first discovered this body's incompleteness in the sexual department, I thought I had to fight back. Either fight back by denying it, no, no, this is wrong, I don't feel that, no, I won't do anything about it, no, shame, bad, bad person, bad boy, you're a bad boy, I either had to fight like that or I had to satisfy it, okay, we're going to find a nice dark room where I can be alone and take care of this desire, pacify this desire, and that was a miserable pain for so many years. And now to be able to sit there and watch a movie and see that pain come up from a place of peace and accept it and say, of course, of course this pain should come up. You're a 31-year-old healthy man. You are programmed to feel incomplete, to go seek completeness, to make more little worker drones like you. That's how you're programmed. And it's okay to feel that way. You don't have to do anything about it. Wow. Wow. You mean I can just sit there and feel the pain and smile and say, isn't it wonderful to be alive right now? I can feel the pain and not fight it. In fact, I can love it because I know it. I can love it from a place where there is no pain. From the source, the creator, I can love it and say, isn't this a beautiful creation? Isn't this a beautiful body? Isn't this a beautiful existence? And I was amazed. This caught me by surprise when it happened. I was dumbstruck with peace, serenity of knowledge of my true self. knowledge that there is no real damage that can be done to me. No matter how much it hurts, no matter how many bursts and deaths, there is no harm that can come to me. Will I forget this particular set of memories? Yes. Will I forget this name? Yes. Will I experience the pain of death in this body? I would certainly think so. I don't remember being born though. So I may not remember the death of this form either. And yet I will go on. I have already gone on so long that I'm here right now. I don't even remember all of my other lifetimes because I don't need to. The pain reminds me that there's a whole lot more than I can see around me. That there's so much depth within me that I can look within forever and still not find everything. How exciting. It's amazing. When you don't fight the pain in your life, you learn from it. What does this pain have to teach me? This body, when you hear people who've had near-death experiences, they are one guy he said he was getting shot at and he got hit several times and he popped out suddenly and was watching his body struggle down below. Perfectly peaceful. When you go back into the body, it hurts to be in this thing. It hurts to be in here. And yet, the real you is not able to be harmed in here. When this body dies, the real you gets to go back home because you came from home into this body. That's where you came from. And when you leave, you go back home. I have a friend today, a dear friend. He's moving to hospice, which for dad, he didn't last very long in the hospice. There's some people that are very upset. I'm happy for him. He's... Been through a lot of pain, cancer, a very challenging existence, an inspiring existence of recovery. He's helped so many people and now he gets to go home. It's like in the military, you get assigned places and you go through this tour of duty and then you get to retire like my mom did. It's a great honor to be able to retire after you've done your work here. All this life energy I feel tells me I, in this form, have a lot more work to do. What an honor it is to have the day come when your work is over. When you can go home, dad's home, grandpa and grandma are home, there's a lot, almost everyone's home. I'm out here on the floor in this form. You're out here with me. We're dancing on the stage together. Isn't it an amazing existence when there's nothing to be afraid of? When you can be in pain and be okay with it, there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of. If I can hurt and accept it like I did earlier tonight, it's amazing to see that. How many nights have I seen a naked woman and felt the pain and hated it? I hate this body, stupid pain. I hate it. I want it to stop. I hate it. To love and accept it. Oh, yes. Oh, that's the pain of being alive right there. That there's no satisfaction in sight. There's no relief in sight. It'll hurt and it'll be okay. It hurts and it's okay. That's a miracle. That is beyond birth and death. It hurts and it's okay. My throat wants to cough right now and that's okay. That's fine. It it can do that. It doesn't matter whether I need to cough or not. It's a beautiful thing to feel the discomfort of this body and say yes. Oh, it's good. Oh, it hurts so good. And yes, sometimes it will have certain things. If you need to cough, it will make you cough. If your body produces things in response to stimuli, that's what happens. It's okay for it to hurt. There doesn't need to be any relief because every hurt doesn't last forever. Within every hurt, the relief is already built in. Within the worst, torture the relief of that torture is already guaranteed. No matter how much you're hurting, it won't last forever. You're guaranteed to have complete relief from all of the pain and suffering you've ever experienced. In fact, you're guaranteed to not even remember it someday. It makes me smile when people say, I'll never forget what that person did to me. I've obviously forgotten a lot of things other people have done to me because I don't remember them right now. Where'd they go? How many things in my life did I say, I'll never, I'll never, you'll never. This will always, just different. You have so much more power than you can ever even comprehend. When you even just get to see a little slice of it. For me to watch this body sit there in discomfort and be peaceful is just an explosion. Wow. You can see a naked woman on TV. You can hurt because you know you're not having any relief. Your wife's out of town and there's no relief in trying to do anything with yourself. You're just going to sit in this pain and love it. Because that's how you know you're alive. That's how you know you're in this body. That's how you know what's going on today. That's how you know you're here. If you didn't feel anything, how would you know you were alive? To me, the worst suffering. Earlier this week, I had 24 hours. It was very painful. It was painful because I hated it. The pain came on and I said, no, no, no. I don't deserve this. I don't want this. I don't need this. This is wrong. And yet there was that peace at the same time. It wasn't constant. It was some of that and then it was, please God help me to do my best today to be a good husband, to be a good father, to be a good son. There's that peace. No matter how much pain in you, you can break the pain up. Because deep down, you're creating the pain too. When you accept what is there, pain breaks. It disappears suddenly. It's just interesting. It's just exciting. I was in the shower about a year ago. And the shower was a place I'd often thought about and feared death a lot in my life. I remember in 8th grade just wanting to scream but being too afraid that my family would judge me and wonder what I was doing screaming in the shower. The utter terror of dying of being alone in the blackness forever. And so I didn't look at that again. I tried. I often would scream in my bed at night when I was alone. Tortured by the idea that I would die. Tortured by the idea that someday... Things would be different. Tortured by the idea that someday I might not know who I was anymore. That I would lose what I had. And about a year ago, I looked at that in the shower. I stopped. I looked at it. Let's look at death. Let's picture this body rotting or burning. Because that's a certainty. You want a guarantee in life? The body you're in will fall apart into dust. That was a condition you accepted the moment you entered this body that it will fall apart. And that's okay. Because you couldn't have started this journey without it having an end of its own and yet you are beyond the beginning and the end. And all you can do is remember that. You don't have to learn it. Remember it remember that you're beyond the beginning and the end you're here right now you don't even know all the things you've already been through and done and yet sometimes you can see a little sliver when I confronted and looked at that pain of death in the shower I looked and I looked and I looked and I said and it hurt and I went into the hurt okay hurt go ahead yes This body will burn, yes, everything I have that's precious will fall apart. And I cried and I sobbed like I had every time before. And I kept looking, I kept looking. I looked and I looked and I kept crying. And I kept going into it and I stuck with it. I didn't turn away, I looked and looked and looked and the weirdest thing happened. It snapped into joy. There's nothing to be afraid of because everything is already taken care of. As if you went out to dinner one night and you were worried about the bill and the waiter said the bill's already been paid. You can have whatever you want. It's all taken care of. The end of this body's life is all taken care of. There's nothing I have to worry about. I don't need to worry about who's going to get my possessions or who's going to be alive when I go I don't have to worry about where I'm going to go afterwards because I know I'll go somewhere I know this existence goes on and on and on and on because it's fun it's awesome and yes it hurts at times and yet the hurt is when you can see back You can see back to the source when it hurts. And when I was in the shower and cried worse than I'd ever cried before. It hurt worse than ever before. Suddenly I could see it was taken care of. There was nothing to be afraid of. The biggest fear I'd had dying for most of my life since third grade when my grandpa was dying. I thought, oh my God, I can die. I can die. Up until third grade, I didn't believe that I could die. I simply accepted the fact that I was alive. In third grade, I said, oh my God, I can die. Oh, and I pictured the blackness of death. And yet, if you're able to see blackness, you must not be dead because you're still seeing something. If you can picture what death looks like, that must not be it then. There must be something else. There must be something more. If you can picture what it looks like, enough to be afraid of it. If you can feel what it feels like, enough to be afraid of it, then there must be more than that too. And that's what came to me. Suddenly to see the worst fear I had was going to come true for sure. All of my denials and all of my efforts to not think about it, numb the pain, my worst fear would absolutely come true. And that for everyone around me. My wife will die, my beautiful five-month-old daughter, she will die. Everyone will die, everything will die. The whole planet will fall apart, the sun will go out. And what a relief. There's nothing to worry about because everything dies. It's all handled. It's all covered. I don't need to try and take it on as a problem to solve. And my pain was trying to solve the problem of death. How can I make something that will allow me not to die? How can I make a business? How can I make a family then that therefore I won't die? I thought if I had kids then I don't die because I have a family. I dodged the whole issue. You still get to go through it. And it's okay. And when I looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and looked and looked, the horrible pain of dying snapped into joy. The absolute ridiculousness of being alive right now. If this body has to go through death someday, then what a party! I'm here right now. I'm not dead right now. What a party! What an opportunity! I'm right here, and that's enough. To fully see what you think life might look like from the point of your death. It's like traveling in time, you can literally go to the point you died and come back to right now. Time travel, we've got it all backwards. You don't try and take right now and screw it up into the past or the future. You can go into the future and the past so clearly that you can then come back into right now, and it's just like time travel. You can go into your death so clearly that you can literally be reborn into right now because you can imagine your death so clearly that that's as real as it's ever going to get, and you can come back from that into right now. All right, I'm not in the hospice right now. That's excellent. What should I do with this magnificent opportunity today? There's nothing to be afraid of. I've already experienced the worst. And that doesn't mean there's not more pain. My mom fell off her horse. About four months ago when I got the call, I fell down on the floor and sobbed like a baby. And yet when I look at my baby, she instructs me on everything I need to know. She wakes up in the morning... She stretches, she's happy, all right. She remembers she's hungry, oh, this sucks, I'm hungry. She gets a bottle, all right, this is good, I'm gonna play, we're gonna have some fun. Ah, socks, sucks, I'm sleepy. She goes to sleep, wakes up, oh, this sucks, I'm awake, I'm hungry, all right, thanks for feeding me, we're having a good time. She goes through her pain and it doesn't kill her, it makes her stronger. She goes through her pain 5, 10, 15, 20 times a day. She cries, she lets the pain ravage her and she stands back up again. She can't walk, but she she gets on her legs. She stands back up again. That same thing, you can take an infinite amount of pain. There's no amount of pain and punishment you can't take. Even if it kills your body you're in, it won't kill you you'll still get to do something else. How is that possible? Because you're already here doing this. You don't even remember all the things you've done before. You don't even remember most of your own life, what you call a life. I don't even remember most of what I call Jerry Banfield's life. The majority of it I've already forgotten. Therefore, I probably could have forgotten all of eternity by now. These are the kind of meditations I do today that pull me out of that stinking thinking, that pull me out of the feeling of being a walking dead. I've had great joy and peace since I've confronted my fear of death because now I'm willing to look at anything. I'm willing to consider the fact that I may never see my wife again or my daughter again. They could get in a car accident. They could get hit by a tornado. I'm okay with that because someday that's certain anyway. And when I'm having a fight with my wife over some small thing, it's easy to do it peacefully. We have a lot of silence when we have a hard time. We're both sitting there with our pain. Because she said the other day something about, you love seeing me broken. I said, it hurts to see you broken because it reminds me of the end. It reminds me of how things will end for us with both of us broken, both of our bodies shattered and dead. And yet we still will go on because we have already gone on long enough to be here right now. Now Jerry Banfield won't go on. Jerry Banfield's done. When I was getting a massage the other day, I had this moment. I couldn't remember. I didn't know who I was. That's a true state of existence when you don't know who you are. How did I go into some state where I didn't even know anything about myself and came back? It was a little scary to make that transition. To go from having no reference point, no idea about anyone or anything else, snap back into here where I think I know who I am now. Oh, okay, I have a name, I have a job. Well, if you call this a job. I have a wife, I have a family, I have a house. Okay. I got a bank account. Okay. Oh, it's all right. Now man, that was rough. I I didn't I didn't know anything before. That's a true state of being alive though. Is to not have anything. Because then every little pain it's interesting. It's fun. When your body hurts, it's interesting. I get curious. Oh, So what's this thing going to do now? What is this thing going to do? Seeing a naked woman? What is it going to do with no relief? Oh, it's very peaceful now. That's cool. It has accepted it. That's nice. That's fun. Now it needs to go do something. Go make a video and talk about it. My wife and I, we were having a hard time earlier this week. And by hard time, I mean occasionally we might have uh, maybe about four or five times, maybe 10, we had some exchanges where there was a bit of hostility behind the words. Not crazy raving fights like my parents had or like my wife and I have had a few crazy fights in the past. Now we're pretty peaceful about things. We realize the problem is that we're hurting. That's the main problem. And so during that time of hurt, it helped me a ton to remember you don't get to do this forever. You do have forever. You only get to do this right now though and it will pass. If you don't create more misery and pain and suffering, there won't be any more. At some point, it just goes away and I was taking a walk the next day with my wife and daughter and it disappeared. It suddenly just left. I, All I know is I was, I didn't know the moment it happened. I knew one moment, oh, I don't feel the pain anymore. What does the pain feel like? The worst of the pain feels like living death. It feels like the world around me is dead. That's what it feels like. That everything and everyone is dead. It feels like I'm inside a zombie body. It has a feeling of death. Everything just feels disgusting. That is how I used to live a lot of my life. Of course I tried to drink until I passed out because it numbed the pain of feeling dead. And now the pain of feeling dead comes back sometimes. Here's some of the things. When I feel dead, everyone and everything sucks. Everything everyone's done sucks. Everyone everyone says is crappy or worthless or stupid. Everyone's opinion, they can shove it up there. That's the world, that's what being dead feels like. Being dead feels like a place there's no love. Everything anyone says is some kind of hurtful thing I must protect myself against. Being dead is where I feel like I can't see what I love the most about everything around me. I was watching my... Laura, my wife, changed my daughter, Madeline, and I could feel the death in it. I could feel that I didn't care what they were doing. I could feel that I didn't care about them at all. And yet, at the same time, I could see, I know I do care about them. I could see from a place where that was not the only way to live. I could see that my normal, peaceful state of living... And what I was experiencing were separate. I had become separated into different little parts. The way I came back to unity, I came into unity through fear. I was separate for so much of my life in this body, separate roles. All right, Jerry, we're going to play the son role now. This is what you do around your family. All right, now it's time to play the husband role. This is how you are around your wife. Now, this is time to play the friend role. This is how you're around this friend. And this is time to play the work friend. And this, I was telling my barber today, you know, my life's pretty simple today because I just interact with everyone the same all the time. It's really easy. I don't have to remember the lies I told one friend anymore and try and compare that to the lies I told the other friend and pray to God they don't talk about me behind my back and compare my lies to one friend to the other. I remember the first time one of my best friends and my wife sat down to get to know each other. Man, that was uncomfortable. I was so afraid they were going to compare different versions of Jerry. Oh, do you remember the time... He was this way, and he said that, and he did this. Well, no, he said he does this, and he, oh, Oh, no, I'm busted now. Now, the real me is going to come out. The plotting, conniving, sick me is going to come out. The sick me that has to put on all these faces because I'm trying to prove I am someone or something all of me, all of my roles, the one thing we could all agree on. We could all agree we were afraid. The unification happened to me when every single little role I played, husband, son, brother, drinker, partier, friend, gamer, all worker, all of the roles I played, all unanimously, we are terrified. We are scared. The one thing I could wholeheartedly agree on, we are scared. We are scared to death. We are scared of death. We're all in here terrified in the same damn body. Unification. Oh, There's just one of me, isn't there? With lots of individual parts, but there is one of me. And I am one with everyone and everything else. One. No separation. And yet separation tries to come in. It feels like death. It feels like fear. It feels like Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. It feels like horcruxes needing to be made. Putting everything, your soul, into an object. This ring, uh, that's mine. Uh, As long as that ring's alive, I don't die. My soul's in that ring. My soul's in this computer. My soul. My soul is in here and everywhere else, too. I'm honored to have had the chance to share this with you tonight i'm very grateful to have gotten to remember these things because these aren't things to learn these are things to remember i look at my little girl and i see she has every, she could tell me everything i need to know about god everything i need to know about life because she's been home a lot more recently than i have and yet i can remember home at any time home That's where you come from before life and where you go back to afterwards. And yet, home is right here too. Home is in the heart. You never leave home. You're always home. Everywhere you go is home. And wherever you go and you feel a little difference between home and how you are, when you see someone and you're afraid, the only way you can know you're afraid is to also remember what home feels like. You can see the difference. And that's your power. To be able to see the difference. As long as you can see the difference, you can see your way back home. The worst thing that can really happen is for you to get lost. That's the worst thing that can possibly happen. Today, I stay sober because I don't want to get lost again. I was lost a lot of my life before I drank. As a teenager, I was lost. And drinking got me more lost. Numbing your pain gets you more lost. And yet, your pain will always take you back home. As my friend, he's probably in the final stages of his body's life. His pain will take him back home. My dad's pain took him back home. My grandmother's pain took her back home. My pain is my best friend. My pain teaches me everything I need to know. Because if I'm in perfect serenity, well, I don't need to know anything else. Everything's just good the way it is. If there's pain, there's an opportunity for a little change to be made. A change to better adapt to the environment. A change to better adapt to my mission. A change to more effectively serve you. This is a miraculous life today. I thank God. I thank the creator of the universe, the higher power, whatever you want to call it. It's just a word that's uttered out of a mouth. You know it. Whatever it is, I thank whatever it is that's in my heart that's given me life today. Whatever it is I am and we all are together here that's given us this time this year. I thank you for summoning me. You've summoned me. That's the reason, the purpose for this existence. The moment when I no longer need to be summoned in this form, when there's nothing else to do in this body, I will leave it and continue on. And I'm okay with that. And yet I'm honored you've summoned me. Thank you. Thank you for bringing unity in your world and my world. By us being together, we have unity. Your world and my world are connected, are one. And everyone, we're all connected. Under one higher power that has made and put all of us here together to have fun, to play about, to enjoy our world. And to fall down, to have a hard time, and to get back up and keep going. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful day today or... However you want to put it, peace be with you.